right, welcome to the Big Gods Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Commissioner Jay, welcome you back to another great season of fantasy football. And this past Friday, our Big Gods Fantasy Draft was completed and was a success. Now owners looking back at their teams and wondering basically how they did. And uh, today I want to talk a little bit about that from my perspective. Not that it means anything that I give a grade, but I thought it would just be interesting to see the thought process behind it. So let's get at it and let's talk about it and see where we go from there. So again, from a grading perspective, uh, I looked at teams to see how well balanced they are. I looked at strength of schedule. I looked at their handcuff player. Um, I looked at some people that took some chances like myself and, uh, you know, graded on that curve, if you will. And, um, I was picking for the third spot and not my favorite spot. Uh, I know a lot of people would say, you know, when you're picking that close to the top, it's pretty easy for you to kind of come up with uh, a no brainer. And um, again, it's a super flex PPR league, uh, meaning that quarterbacks have a little bit more validity than they did in normal, typical drafts. So, um, Quarterbacks went higher on the board, and boy, they certainly did in this draft as we looked at the teams. Um, and the overall pick going to Big GV. And GV, um, as there was some kind of conversations throughout the, the week and the upcoming days before the draft, um, I was in contact as well as some other owners with GV and um, the champ, uh, Ricky McGrain, and trying to figure out really where they were going to kind of solidify our drafts and try to figure out uh, what was the best course of options uh, that we had at our disposal. And I know for myself, I went in with a strategy. Um, you know, if this went this way, I was going in this direction. It wasn't just off the cheat sheet. And I think a lot of owners live and die by the cheat sheet sometimes. And, you know, if you're going to go position by position and it just kind of select the next next man up on the sheet. I think you're not going to do well. I think you need to take some chances. Um, I think some people definitely did that in this uh, draft uh, as the overall pick would indicate. And that person was Josh Allen. And let's be honest, folks, Josh Allen is pretty good. And does he merit the overall pick? When you start to look at the dynamics of where you know players are going to end, the first three players off the board were quarterbacks, and it was Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and I selected Kyler Murray. And I'm sure that to some of the owners, people were like, wow, you left Christian McCaffrey on the board, you left Dalvin Cook on the board, you left Alvin Kamara on the board. But I wanted Josh Allen, and uh, sure, I'm from Buffalo, as well as many of the people in our league are. Uh, but I really believe that he is an unstoppable force, and I was willing to go all in on Josh Allen. So earlier um, in the week, I was talking to GV, and I said, hey, <clears throat> you got the first pick. Where are you going? What are you doing? And, uh, you know, he said, uh, you know, he didn't know. He said he had some great options on the board. And um, I revealed my hand, and I, I think that was a mistake that I had made saying that, you know, I was really looking at Josh Allen at the number three spot, and um, I kind of hyped him up, talking about the Bills, 
not that the Bills need any more hyping because everybody seems to be on board. Even the people that were trashing the Buffalo Bills are now on board with him. So, um, again, GV's a huge Bills fan, as well as I am. And, you know, he uh, he went all in and took Josh Allen. So I can't fault him there. I wasn't really happy. Um, but part of me was because as I started to figure out um, that GV could potentially be gone uh, with his pick uh, because I talked to the champ and the champ says, you know, he was probably going to go uh, Patrick Mahomes or CMC. I felt pretty confident that if he didn't take him, I was going to be able to uh, take Josh Allen. So uh, when Josh Allen went off the board, my second uh, position player that I was looking at was Kyler Murray. And I think Kyler Murray is going to have a great season. I think when you look at the way that this team is set up, and you look at, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, such an explosive receiver. Uh, you look at A.J. Green back in the fold, uh, Chase Edmonds. Uh, you look at the way that this team is positioned right now, the way Kyler Murray plays. Uh, it's very similar to Josh Allen, though Josh Allen's a bigger player. Um, I just believe with the running ability, um, we all remember Hale Murray, um, that fluke play that sniped the Bills on a win. Um, but he intrigues me. And I think that in this league, you have to go big or you got to go home and you have to take chances. The safe pick would have been CMC. Uh, but in the years before I had CMC for like three years in our keeper league. And though he's a great player, uh, you're not going to get hurt. Um, he was boring in my opinion. Um, and some people might say boring. He's so explosive, but when you have the same player for year after year, it just doesn't seem fun. And that's really kind of the reason why I decided to go with Kyler Murray because again I'm either going to do very well with that pick or I'm going to bomb miserably so hopefully that's not the case um, I know that uh, uh, the number four spot um, Rick DeLisi um, snatched up CMC really quickly it was basically a no-brainer to get him in the four spot is quite the value uh, for him and um you know, newcomer, Fantasy Football Quest, Andy Kaysan, uh came in with Dalvin Cook. Again, another safe pick. Probably didn't think he was going to get Dalvin Cook at that spot. So, uh, you know, he was sitting in a good position. Also newcomer, Rob Bartz, uh, coming into the league. And he took Lamar Jackson. And I thought Lamar Jackson was an early pick um, for Lamar Jackson. Uh, not to say that he can't be explosive. Not to say that he can't be dynamic. But I just thought that he was... A little too early. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens um, are a team that is a very run-heavy team. Um, they were heavy with J.K. Dobbins, and as of this podcast, uh, J.K. Dobbins had a season-ending injury. Sorry, champ. And uh, he's out for the season. But luckily, uh, the champ, Ricky McGrain, Bat Max, was able to secure Gus Edwards the handcuff. Why it's a very important thing to do. Uh, when you are selecting in the draft. Uh, but uh, Andy Kaysan took Delvin Cook, which was good. Rob Bartz went to Lamar Jackson, like I said earlier. And uh, again, Lamar Jackson could surprise a lot of people, uh, but I think defenses are figuring him out just a little bit. And I don't know if he's going to have as good of a season because his touch throw is not as good as some of the other quarterbacks that are out there on the board. Uh, again, we'll see. Um, Vegas MJ uh, went with Elvin Kamara, and again, you can't go wrong with the guy, especially the fact that the Saints 
lost, you know, Michael Thomas for at least, you know, five to six games early on in the season. And they need to really surround their offense with somebody who can catch the ball. Kamara is more catch than run, but he's certainly dual threat and he is certainly explosive. So I'm sure Vegas MJ was pretty happy uh, to land Alvin Kamara. When you you look at the back half of it, uh, Lenny Brock, to Troop 20, um, he went with Devontae Adams. And, you know, talking to Brock, it was interesting because he's like, look, I would have taken him overall or a second pick. I believe that much in him. And we talked a little bit earlier in the season um, about this and kind of talked draft strategy. And there's a lot of um, head games or smoke that's being thrown out there when we're talking about who you're going to pick because Brock, myself, couple of their owners, very competitive. So a lot of times we give felonious information and, uh, you know, really try to get people to go in a different direction. So what Brock said was, look, I'm going to go Devontae Adams and I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers because I believe they're going to go all in this season. This is their last hurrah in Green Bay. They want to sign a new contract with a new team. And I just think that Adams is going to obliterate records. And I think Rodgers is going to help them do that. And they may go on their merry way. And, um, you know, I kind of believe him. Uh, though I didn't think that was something that he was going to do. I wasn't given the chance or afforded the opportunity to get Aaron Rodgers because uh, clearly Canadian, the Warriors, uh, jumped in and grabbed A.A. Ron at the first pick in the second round um, as he wanted to have a piece of that puzzle as well, um, and I don't blame him. Um, but Devontae Adams certainly will be explosive. Um, again, uh, Brian Dugan a.k.a. Neighborhood Watch, dropping on Travis Kelsey. Can't go wrong with Travis Kelsey in the Kansas City offense. Uh, Dom, the newcomer, went with the king, Travis Henry. Not Travis Henry. Why do I say Travis Henry? It's not Travis Henry. It's Derrick Henry. But I always want to say it's Travis Henry. But anyways, you, get, you know who I'm talking about. Um, and again, this guy is going to get 30 to 35 touches a game, and that offense has got some heavy firepower on the pass side. Uh, which might open up that run even more if there's such a thing. And uh, Jeremy uh, is taking Dak Prescott. And, and the Dak Prescott thing was also very interesting to me as well because um, I think there's some smoke coming out of Dallas's camp this season as uh, a lot of people saying, hey, look, you know, look in the left hand. You know, here's Dak Prescott. He's doing really well and everything's fine. Don't look at the right hand. Uh, where there may be a potential injury, but we need to sell tickets and we need to hype up this team. Um, they're saying he'll be okay, and you know what? If he is, it's a hell of a pick because Dak Prescott, before his major injury, really lit it up, and hopefully he'll be able to continue that for Jeremy's sake um, in that position pick. And uh, rounding out the first-round draft pick, um, the Canadian was taken, DK Metcalf, and uh, – What's interesting about DK Metcalf is he's also a very explosive player, uh, but I also think that Seattle offense is up and down, and D may, DK Metcalf may be in for, you know, kind of a slight regression in my opinion. Uh, but if he's not, uh, the Canadians gonna be in good shape. So looking at the teams, you know, I kind of just did like a a quick grading system, and I didn't give anybody an A, and I didn't give anybody a D, um, because again, I thought everybody had a pretty good draft. Uh, but every team, I think, had some some issues or some opportunities, in my opinion, as well as myself. Um, so I'll just get right at it. So in the Barbell North Division, uh, the Canadian, the Warriors, 
Um, I gave him a B. Uh, the reason why is I said, you know what, Rodgers is going to have a, a prove-it year. Um, he was an MVP, and he's going to look to shatter some records. I think he's going to have a phenomenal season. Uh, upside at the run ba- running back position, I think uh, he's in very good shape uh, with his team. As you take a look at you know, his players, um, Miles Sanders and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, uh, a good one-two punch for that team. Uh, so, again, I think he was in pretty good shape uh, right there. Um, Odell Beckham Jr., um, I think, is could be a suspect pick. A lot of people are saying in camp that he is going to be back to his old self. And uh, which old self will that be? Uh, the drama self or the uh, statistical anomaly self? So uh, I'm not the OBJ type of guy, um, but Cleveland's set up for a, a good run this year. So hopefully Odell Beckham We'll be able to do that for him, but I thought that was kind of a um, interesting pick. Um, and and then the reason why he got a B minus as his grade, uh, he picked three kickers. Albeit all three kickers were pretty rock star, but why the hell do you need three kickers? Um, they're not really a big trade bait type situation. Um, who knows? Um, you know, he could have been eating dinner and spilled some poutine on his keyboard and accidentally slapped down the buttons for three kickers i don't know but uh that's the canadians so that's what we got to do so uh moving on uh jeremy um i gave him a b um i thought he had a good draft uh Dak prescott uh his health i think is still a questioning concern for that team and i think that it's something that you know again if he comes out healthy and, and there is no issues um Again, he's going to have a really, really good year. Uh, his running backs were average. I don't think that they were, uh, you know, lights out. Um, when you look at David Montgomery and Josh Jacobs, uh, David Montgomery can be awesome. Uh, Josh Jacobs is average. And, uh, you know, he's has flashes of brilliance, if you will. And he's got Melvin Gordon. And I think Javante Williams will be vying for that spot. So there could be some some weakness right there as well. Um Mike Kosecki, I think, is a value at where he got him. Uh, if Tua is going to be anything this year, or Deshaun Watson, as we're hearing, uh, Gusecki has got great hands. He's got great up ability, and he's a personal favorite of mine. Um, again, I think a solid tight end uh, for where he got him. Um, and then his, you know, his special teams and his kicker, um, I think, uh, were a good plus for him as well. Um, you have to be, um, you know, kind of happy with that team. If you look at it, uh, Koo is his kicker, and uh, Crazy Koo can kick that kick that rock. So uh, it's a pretty good situation, and he's got the Rams, and you don't get hurt with the Rams. So I gave him a B. Um, again, uh, some some things to look at for that team, but again, overall, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, so we'll see if uh, it comes to fruition. So looking at Dom, the new owner for the team, I think had a – uh, a B minus I gave him, uh, Danny Dimes. I put a question mark, you know, who is Danny Dimes and who will we see this season? Um, he didn't have a good camp. He didn't finish out the camp as they put him in for a whole half. And he just doesn't seem like he's really putting it out there. Uh, it's a prove it year for the giants. They have to get production out of Danny Dimes. And I think that he's not going to, um, monster running back combination, at least in my opinion. Um, you look at Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, and Raheem Mostert. Uh, again, I guess if there was a knock on his running backs, is Raheem Mostert could get injured 
Um, he tends to have some injury-prone situations, uh, but outside of that, pretty rock star uh, running backs. Um, I think he he lacks a little bit of wide receiver depth. I think when you look at his team, um, again, um, people will say, well, are you sure? CeeDee Lamb, again, if Dak's healthy, rock star. Brandon Ayuk, again, who's going to be throwing the ball? Is it going to be Jimmy G? Is it going to be Trey Lance? Or is it going to be, you know, a combination of the both. And I think that's going to affect Brandon Ayuk's productivity. Uh, Slim Reaper, he's a rookie. Um, Minshew Mania just came to Philadelphia. Is it going to be Jalen Hurts? I think there's going to be a learning curve right there. Uh, the Chark, uh, he was injured. Uh, will Trey Lance be the guy? Um, I don't know. Um, you know, time will tell um, on that team. And Nelson Aguilar, again, um, the Patriots figuring it out this season uh, could have a good year, but again, they are very situational in the way that they play. Um, but again, I, uh, I gave him a B minus again. I think the Danny dimes piece and a little bit of the lack at wide receiver um, and his, and his bench is a little bit, you know, chance. I think uh, it, it has upside. There's some players out there and I think you have to take chances. Uh, but again, there isn't some true depth back there to back up on those bye weeks. So if some of those players, you know, really take off, he might be in great shape. So Vegas Mike, um, I gave him a B. Um, I think he's got a, a, a young QB. It's got high upside. I think that when you look at um, Jalen Hurts, he could be the great runner and good passer. And you look at Joe Burrow coming back from injury. Uh, loaded at the wide receiver position. Uh, if both of these guys hit, uh, Vegas Mike will be in very good shape. Um, you know, it's it's kind of one of those things because both of these uh, quarterbacks that could potentially be home runs, but again, uh, they're young. Uh, decent running back trio. I think when you look at where this team is, uh, Mike Davis, Chase Edmonds, Nakeem Hines. Um, actually, Nakeem Hines, not really that great uh, as I'm learning um, you know, Jonathan Taylor's a stud and I don't know how much Nakeem Hines is going to get on the field. If a healthy Jonathan Taylor takes off, uh, Mike Davis, um, I think showed last season that he was pretty good and hopefully he can build on it in Atlanta and chase Edmonds, um, is a good running back in a system that has some pretty good offensive passing weapons, uh, which should hopefully open up the run, uh, for that team. And, uh, again, you look at the wide receivers, <clears throat> excuse me, stud duo at wide receiver uh, for his team as, again, Stefan Diggs and D. Hopkins are rock stars. Um, his third wide receiver, again, between Tyler Boyd, Curtis Samuel, uh, Russell Gage, uh, and Devontae Parker has yet to be seen. So I say duo, not trio, uh, and that could hurt him from a fantasy production standpoint. Uh, but again, uh, Vegas Mike getting a B. Um, Rob Bartz, uh, new owner. Um, I gave him a C plus, and I know Rob Bartz is probably like, what? But you know what? Lamar Jackson, I think, was a little bit too early. Um, he's got a good wide receiver uh, trio uh, for his team, which I think is really good. Um, when you look at Justin Jefferson, as long as his health holds up, uh, Chris Godwin and Claypool, again, a lot of mouths to feed in Pittsburgh there. Uh, which is good. Uh, Brandon Cooks, uh, as 
I don't know who's going to throw him the ball. Uh, that's a rough thing in Houston as they are a dumpster fire as of right now um, for that team. Uh, but for sure, um, you know, there is some upside. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's like you said, you look at that team. And then, again, the chance chance bench, basically, um, that's fairly weak in my opinion. So I gave him a C plus. Again, if Lamar Jackson hits and they figure out that trio depth, um, they'll be in a good situation. Um, and then rounding it out, uh, Rick Delisi, I gave him a B plus. And um, originally I, I gave him um, an A minus. I really thought he had a strong draft. Um, I think he has a, a strong running back tandem, um, you know, with uh, CMC and Najee Harris. Uh, I think Najee Harris is going to have a good season as they're going to hand the ball quite a lot. Um, as they can't stack the box because they have Deontay Johnson, Curtis Claypool, and Juju Schuster uh, as well. And um, their tight end situation seems to be figuring out pretty well. Uh, you look at his tight end, uh, a rookie that they're basically handing rookie of the year to. Uh, Kyle Pitts has looked every bit as good in the training camp um, as expected. And uh, they're hoping that continues. Um, I think he's got a pretty rock star trio at wide receiver with Robert Woods, Julio Jones, and Robbie Anderson. Um, you look at Sam Darnold, um, really looked the part in the, the finale preseason game, and uh, they played together in the Jets. On, uh, I really like Rob Anderson, what he can do. Julio Jones, could he be a decoy, or will he reap the rewards of A.J. Brown? But it's hard to cover either or and have King Henry in the backfield. So I think he's going to have a good season. He's not the main guy. Uh, but he wasn't, you know, the main guy with uh, Atlanta with Calvin Ridley, so who knows. And Robert Woods and the Rams with Stafford uh, could be up for a big season, uh, but there's a lot of mouths to feed there as well. Uh, great handoff uh, player. Kareem Hunt is a great handcuff guy. And uh, if Nick Chubb was ever to go down, Kareem Hunt could step in quite nicely um, for them and um, really make it happen. So uh, you look at uh, Jarvis Landry and, and Mike Williams, um, you know, good depth players, uh, Jared Cook on that Rams offense, and then the Steelers uh, D uh, in really good shape as well. Uh, but again, I think it was a strong draft uh, for him. I think his quarterbacks have a very high ceiling. Uh, when you look at his team and, you know, you look at Baker Mayfield and Justin Herbert, will Justin Herbert run into a sophomore slump? I don't think he will. I think he was calm and cool and collected and poised when he took over for Sherrod Taylor, not Tyrod, because he don't want to be called Sherrod. Uh, but he never looked back and he's looked awesome against some of the top teams. And Baker Mayfield just wants some R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Will he get it this season is the question. Um, they've got a ton of weapons, uh, but Baker is just Baker. And, uh, you know, time will tell what happens there. Um, so we'll see um, what is out there for that team as well. But a B plus. Moving on to the Duff Divisions, uh, Brian Dugan. I gave him a C plus. Sorry, Dugs. Neighborhood Watch. Uh, QB age with an injury potential. As you look at this team, um, you kind of, you know, you kind of wonder, um, you know, is he going to be able to hold out this season? Uh, Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz. Um, Matt Ryan is getting long in the tooth, and Carson Wentz can't get out of his own way. 
and uh, it's not the COVID protocol. Not that it should really make any difference, but I don't believe in Carson Wentz whatsoever. I was excited to see him go on the Colts, uh, but he is screwing that up mightily. And uh, Frank Reich is probably regretting his decision. Uh, but again, uh, they both have a high upside, um, but uh, there is some injury potential there. I think he's got a pretty weak bench. Um, Winston was a good value pick. Um, I think it, Winston could really work out to be a great guy uh, for his team. And I think Winston's going to come into play if he can hold the job off from Taysom Hill uh, this season. Um, it's not going to be a 30 for 30 uh, this year as, uh, again, um, the Saints are saying that there is not going to be 30 interceptions. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, moving on to Troop. Um, I gave him a B. Um, I think the reason why I didn't give him a higher grade um, you know, again, the first three picks I think were great, um, but they're all in the same bye week. Uh, so, I mean, it's really hard to win a game. Could be a very instrumental game, um, but they're all in the same bye week. Um, and I think that hurts, you know, when you're looking uh, to try to, to make a run. Um, Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones also on the same team. So if the Packers run into trouble, um, you, you know, you basically lose out on both sides uh, as both of those guys uh, could be on that losing end. And Ryan Tannehill, again, I'm a big Tannehill fan. So um, I thought I seen flashes of brilliance uh, when he was with Miami. And uh, a lot of people thought I was crazy. When I drafted him last year, people thought I was crazy. Well, obviously, I couldn't have been too crazy uh, because, again, uh, the Troopster picked him up. And he also picked up Matt Stafford, uh, a guy that I think is going to be situationally a lot better in the change of venue. I think where he was on the Lions, that's where – players go to die just ask Barry Sanders and you know it's it's one of those things where I think Matt Stafford will benefit from the Cooper Cups of the world and the uh, the Robert Woods um, it's a shame that Cam Akers and a little bit of Daryl Henderson was injured uh, but they picked up Sonny Michelle and they're looking to do some good things um, for the Rams their defense is pretty stud as well um, you look at uh, the wide receivers that they have, again, Deontay Johnson, Tyler Locke, and Devontae Adams is pretty stud. Uh, I think Deontay Johnson is better than uh, Claypool and Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, I think he's going to be a lion's share of the catches, so good for him. Uh, Javante Williams and Michael Carter, the rookies, um, again, I think are poised to take over at some point. Uh, time will tell what that will be. And you look at, you know, A.J. Dillon, uh, I think is a, a strong uh, handcuff to Aaron Jones as he grabbed that back half. So if anything was to happen to A.A. Ron Jones, um, I think he'd be in pretty good shape. Uh, Jalen Waddell, um, I think is a good pick if Tua takes off, and that's a big if. Elijah Moore, when he gets settled uh, in the back half of the season, if the Jets can figure it out, um, he'll be in pretty good shape there. Gerald Everett on that high-powered offense as well. John o. Smith um, also for insurance to see what Hunter Henry is going to do, because is it going to be Jonas Smith? Is it going to be, or John Smith, or is it going to be Hunter Henry? If you're Bill Belichick, you situationally run that as uh, we've seen Aaron Hernandez and Rob Gronkowski, you know, wreak havoc on the NFL. Um, so we'll see what happens um, with that team. Um, again, and then you look at, you know, some of the other players that are on the back half. Why I gave him a rough grade, uh, Jared Goff. Who the hell picks Jared Goff? Come on, Troop, do better. I mean, Jared Goff is a dumpster fire, and you need to get rid of him. I mean, I would pick up anybody but him. Um, it's just that's how it is. 
Manuel Sanders, I think, is going to be a good player if he can scove off injury in that offense. And there's a lot of people that are vying for his position as well. Um, so the Patriots defense is good. And Santos, hey, it's a kicker. Why the hell not? Uh, pretty good stuff. Um, but uh, in good shape. Uh, myself, I gave myself a B minus. Um, again, I passed on CMC. Will that hurt me? Um, that's the minus. Um, I, I really don't know. I, I think he's explosive, but he's coming off of an injury, and I'm always pretty particular about those guys that have that injury situation. I don't think it's a, a good thing, uh, nonetheless, uh, to have a player coming off of injury in case they re-aggravate it. And I passed for Kyler Murray. And Kyler Murray is my big pick. I mean, I went up and... And, and, or I should say, I went down and got him because um, I think he's going to have a good season. Um, I think he's exciting, and I'm hoping that that pays off. Um, I got some bench long shots. And uh, looking at my team, um, I do this every year. Sometimes they pay off. Sometimes I take guys a little bit too early. Like I see the potential, but I'm a year too early, um, and that sometimes hurts me. Um, I'll talk about those couple players. Um, and then I think I have a, a very strong QB uh you know, tandem basically uh, with Kyler Murray. And I think Kirk Cousins, though he's not a favorite, I think with Adam Thielen and um, Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook, who catches out of the backfield, I think uh, Kirk Cousins is going to have a good season. And when Irv Smith uh, comes back from his surgery, uh, that'll just be one more guy uh, ready to go um, as well. So um, moving along as well, as we look at some of the other players, um, that are in there, uh, the champ, I gave him a C. Um, and again, I didn't like his draft. I don't think there was any depth at running back. Sam Darnold, um, again, we'll see. And I think he had a weak bench. Um, we'll see. And he also took a, a major injury, J.K. Dobbins, which again, it's not his fault. But he does have Gus Edwards, which is a plus. Uh, so we'll see if he can shore up on the general manager side. And we can go from there. And... The final two teams is GB and Fantasy Football Card Quest, Andy Quezon. Um Grading GB, I gave him a C, and I know GB is not going to be happy about that, and he will live the day to prove me wrong. But I just think that he was lacking depth at quarterback, and I think uh, when you look at his quarterback, um, Trey Lance, um, I think Trey Lance is uh, going to be a good quarterback. Uh, I just don't know who's going to be doing it. If it's going to be Jimmy G or it's going to be Trey Lance. And um, also just heard that Trey Lance had chipped his finger, hitting his finger off a helmet. So Trey Lance is on the shelf for a week. Uh, he'll be ready for the regular season, but who knows uh, what that's going to be. I think, uh, you know, you look at his wide receiver uh, duo, I think it's pretty strong uh, with Allen Robinson, T. Higgins, and Jared Judy. I think they're all great producers. Uh, so I don't think he gets hurt there. I think when you look at the tight end, the people's tight end, George Kittle, I think I would have took Darren Waller in that situation, especially with the quarterbacks figuring it out. Um, I think Kittle will still do very well, but he's more of a blocker as well. Um, and I think he's more blocking than Darren Waller. I think Darren Waller is more uh, rock star. So uh, fantasy football card quest Andy Kaysan, I think, um, had the better tight end in that pick. Uh, I think you look at the depth, uh, Ronald Jones, uh, DeAndre Swift, and Squan Barkley. Um, again, Squan um, was picked because of value. I don't think it was somebody he wanted, uh, but he fell into his lap, and hopefully he'll be able to produce and stay healthy. Uh, we don't know if he's going to start week one or not, so time will tell. 
And DeAndre Swift uh, and, and Mr. Williams are on the Detroit Lions. And I don't know if you know this, but the Detroit Lions suck. And they're always behind in games. And, oh, guess what? They got Jared Goff. And Jared Goff isn't good. Um, sure, he won some Super Bowls, but I think he was, again, a situational thing where he had a great supporting cast around him, Ella. Um, other quarterbacks that have been in the National Football Leagues, like a Mark Rippon, um, went to a Super Bowl that really wasn't a good quarterback. Yeah, I know I'm dating myself, but hey. Um, again, DeAndre Swift and Williams will be behind in a lot of games, and hopefully he can catch some catch out of the backfield because running the ball is going to be tough when you're down by you know, two, three touchdowns. Uh, and Ronald Jones, a lot of mouths to feed in Tampa. Will Fournette be stealing some of his spots as well? Uh, Washington football team, hell of a defensive pick. Uh, he sniped me, uh, kind of. I was going to take him. Uh, two picks earlier, and I didn't because I figured I'd get him on the back end, and I didn't. So um, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so I'm not really too concerned on that as well. Um, but again, uh, not the best uh, draft, I think, for GV. I've seen him do a lot better. But GV is such a good game manager that he will find his way back into the top echelon of fantasy. And fantasy football card quest. Um, I gave him a C plus. Yeah, I gave him better than GV. I know, I know, I know. But hey, uh, young quarterback trio with a very high ceiling, um, I think is pretty good. Um, Trevor Lawrence, Tua Tagliavea, and Justin Fields. Uh, my problem with that, why he gets a C rating, is because of those three. Super high upside. Tua's in a prove-it year. Justin Fields will eventually dethrone the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton. And Trevor Lawrence with his long mongoloid hair um, is the guy there because Minshew Mania said, I'm out. I'm going to Philly. I'm going to mess with Jalen Hurts. And um, again, eventually, I just don't know if it's all going to pan out this season. Uh, Lawrence and Fields, um, I think, will be a slow burn, slow work in progress. And Tua, um, we'll see right away as they, they get going. I think when you look at their wide receiver core, uh, I thought Corey Davis was a, a great pick um, in the ninth spot for value. Uh, him and Zach Wilson, I think, are going to have a nice combination, uh, though I don't think the Jets are going too far. Uh, I think they're going to be behind in a lot of games, but I think Corey Davis will be a benefactor of that this year. Amari Cooper, he's solid if Dak is healthy. Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert combination is quite nice. Uh, Zeke Elliott and Delvin Cook, it uh, doesn't get much better than that. And he got Tony Pollard. Uh, or Pollard, however you want to say it. So he's got his handcuff, uh, great one-two combination, but not a lot of depth, um, which puts him down in that C rate as well. Uh, Will Fuller, Michael Gallup, great guys on the bench. Braylon Edwards, great guy as well. Um, so, again, he's got some wide receiver depth. He might have to trade some of that wide receiver depth for some running back depth uh, to get going on that. But uh, all in all, I think it was a great draft. I think everybody did very well. Um, you know, a lot better. Um, I've had some drafts before and some owners will attest to it that, uh, there were some very bad, uh, things that went on. Uh, again, guys showing up with, you know, a USA Today paper and, uh, you know, Mountain Dew and they're like, let's go. And, uh, they draft some pretty horrible guys, um, a little bit before the internet is as prevalent as it is now, but, 
uh, again, the hot takes were quite nasty. And uh, again, uh, we've seen some pretty rough things. So I didn't see anybody serve up too much um, by taking the wrong player in the wrong spot. Um, again, I think uh, looking back at my team, if I'm going to follow my own sword, uh, Jamar Chase uh, is something that I'm going to live and die on. As I look at my team, um, again, I passed over, as the Canadian clearly told me, uh, Robert Woods, Amari Cooper, Chris Godwin, and Tyler Lockett. Um, I took the third best out of there. And he, he had a horrible camp, uh, for sure. Didn't like it at all. And uh, I'm hoping that it's camp and we don't take too much into that. And we're hoping that him and Joey Burrow uh, will, will catch fire in the regular season when it counts. Um, you know, but time will tell. Uh, Robert Woods was a good pick. Uh, I just wanted to take a chance on the chase and see if it works. Uh, same reason why I took, um, you know, uh, Trey Sermon. I think Trey Sermon's a guy that will eventually dethrone Raheem Mostert, probably because of injury, and I don't think he's going to look back. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, Callaway from New Orleans, again, hopefully he can start off on fire like he had been in camp and, you know, keep Michael Thomas truthers at bay uh, by getting some big touchdowns, Winston serving him up and uh, going from there. Uh, but hopefully we'll see some good trades and hopefully we'll see some good action, some shit talk and things in between. That's all the time I got for now. I'll talk to you guys later on the other side. See ya.